Welcome to the Swim Swim Podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges. And joining me today, we've got a very special guest. He's a two-time Olympian. Uh, he's a world champion, Pan-Pacific champion, both in open water and pool swimming, Jordan Wilimowski. Jordan, how's it going, man? Not too bad. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you coming on. I'm excited to, you know, you're certainly right now, you're America's most versatile male distance swimmer in terms of open water and pool swimming. And I'm excited to kind of get into that with you. Um, but let's start kind of with the here and now, you know, it's been, uh, seven months of quarantine, maybe eight at this point. I don't, it's been a long time. Um, and to those, tell me about your, your last six months. Have you been able to swim consistently for the most part? Um, what's, you know, how has this affected your training and your prep, uh, for now 2021? Yeah. So, uh, was it in March when they started shutting everything down? Um, you know, I was fortunate to be able to swim for like uh, a couple of weeks down in mission. Um, and then when they, made the decision to postpone the games. That was kind of when we were like, okay, we'll take a break. So took about a, a month off of uh, no swimming. Um, we thought at that point, if we give it four weeks, they'd, uh, they'd start to reopen pools. <laughs> um, obviously that didn't happen. So uh, yeah, I started swimming in my uncle's backyard pool for probably another, it was like March to April, maybe like another month. Um, just like a couple times a week, just trying to stay in touch with the water. And then, um, mission was, uh, was open again, um, to their athletes. So I was driving down there every day. Uh, how far was that drive for you? Uh, in the, like no traffic, like Saturday morning, I could probably get down there like an hour, but, oh, uh, wow. on the way back, yeah, it was like an hour 15, hour 20. And that's like. I mean, that was like with nobody on the road too. So yeah. <laughs> I feel like it was pretty lucky for me, like close to an hour. Um, and so, yeah, I was down there for three weeks. Uh, and then the pools in LA like slowly started to open up and we were doing like singles up here. But now for the most part, we're pretty much back to normal training. Um, you know, it was just a couple of weeks ago that we were able to start doing long course again. So now just hopefully we'll get some more long course in and we'll be back to back to like our normal schedule. Um, so were you do on that four weeks out of the pool that you initially took off in, in March, April timeframe, um, were you doing anything outside of the pool? Yeah. I mean, I was just doing dry land and like, I have, uh, you know, just like some shoulder exercises and stuff like that to try and, um, you know, make sure when I come back or, or came back into the pool, like it wasn't like a big shock and, um, more like injury prevention and just, uh, yeah, just like trying to find some stuff to keep busy. Uh, unfortunately they closed down the beaches here too, which is a pretty big bummer. So, um, it's just like, yeah, stuff I could do outside, like basic body weight drawing stuff. Gotcha. Um, and so then once, once you did start getting back in the pool, I mean, did, did, 
or I, I guess once you came back from that four week break, did you ever turn to different forms of, of cardio in terms of, you know, biking, running, w- w- rowing, what, whatever that might've looked like? Yeah. I mean, I think for us, like just normal training, we try and keep most of our stuff like pool based, like, um, you know, we're pretty limited on dryland and weights and stuff. I think just distance swimming. And so, um, I didn't really do too much of that. I mean, I'd go biking with my, my brother and my friends, but that was just for fun, like just as a way to, to like get outside and stuff. So, um, yeah, just like go mountain biking and stuff like that, but nothing, nothing to like in terms of like, Oh, we're, we're not able to swim. So let's go for like a run or anything like that. Okay. So, so you, the pretty much this whole time you felt like you, you didn't feel like, Oh, I'm, I'm missing a day of practice or, you know, I can't, I can't get a pool at, at any point. And so like, I need to run or bike to, to keep up my, my fitness or my distance prowess. <laughs> um, I mean, like, I think when they, when they postponed the Olympics, it, it was definitely like a weight off your shoulders. So you're like, okay, like I can understand taking like, or justifying like taking like a month off. Um, I mean, obviously I, like I say that, but like, yeah, every single day I was like trying to do like just something to stay in shape. Um, but no, I never really felt like the need though. I was like, man, I need to get cardio, um, some kind of way outside the pool. I think, I don't know, just personally, like I, there's like something very specific about like swimming fitness where it's just like hard. I feel like a harder to achieve that by like doing something else, you know, like running or biking, like it definitely helps, but there's no replacement to just like getting in the pool and swimming a ton. So <laughs> just waiting, life, just like sitting, waiting every single day, like texting my coach, like are the pool's open or the pool's open. Like any idea when they're going to open? Um, yeah, it's just kind of waiting. <laughs> yeah. I think that's, that's interesting. Um, that, you know, I, a lot of the people I've talked to have, you know, um, maybe they didn't have quite as much access to pools. Obviously you were waiting as well, but, um, you know, running, biking, doing whatever. And, um, I think that's interesting, especially for someone who is so distance oriented is like, no, I just, I just, I need to get in the pool. Um, so how, how good did it feel when you could finally train at mission or in the pools in LA? Yeah. I mean, it felt awesome to get back in the pool. Uh, swimming wise didn't feel good at all. <laughs> um, but I was actually talking with, uh, with another summer about this recently kind of just like i felt like i was pretty lucky to be able to just like swim in a backyard pool for i don't know three or four weeks and just kind of feel like i kept in contact with the water and and for me like when we take our like two-week break at the end of the season or anything like that like i feel like that for me like kind of getting the technique back and getting the feel for the water is the hardest part and then getting the fitness back is just like a matter of like time and so I feel like since I kind of kept my like feel for the water and was like able to swim, like sort of laps and, you know, kind of do drills and skills and that kind of stuff. Like, it was just like, okay, now I just need a block of work to get back to like where I was. It wasn't like, Oh, I like feel terrible in the water. I think like that is just like, man, I just need to devote, you know, four months, six months, whatever it's going to take to get the fitness back. Nice. That I, I really like that perspective of looking at it. Um, tell me about those, you know, backyard swims. Um, what, how, how long was this pool? Were you on a tether? Were you, you know, were you doing turns? Um, you said drills and skills. Did, were, did that ever become monotonous to you? Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, 
So my uncle's got like a pretty nice backyard pool. It's like almost like 20 yards. Um, so yeah, it's, it's like awesome to, to train there. Obviously it's not like ideal for pace work and that kind of stuff, but in terms of backyard pool, I mean, it, it was great. So I was like able to swim laps ish and I'd go there for like, you know, four or five times a week, try and stay in for like an hour. But um, yeah, it definitely kind of got monotonous, like when there wasn't really like a set you could do. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I'd like try and swim like maybe 2000 or like what I felt like was 2000 and then maybe just do some stroke work, some fins, and then I'd get like a tether and kick, um, just try and keep the fitness up a little bit. And then when I had like a, a kickboard, I could just throw in like my AirPods and keep my head above the water and listen to music or whatever. So that made it go by a little quick. <laughs> nice. Uh, that, that's, uh, that seems like a good, definitely a good compromise. Um, and, and so in terms of, of keeping the feel and, and technique, are there certain drills that you find particularly helpful? Um, I mean, you know, if, if when you think of a distance, when I think of a distance swimmer, I don't necessarily think, oh, you know, they're, they're thinking a lot about technique, but from the way you speak about it, um, that is a really important component. And so when you're doing drill work, technique work like that, what are you focusing on? I think for me, like, yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. Like, I guess distance swimming doesn't really prioritize like technique the way like someone who's swimming like a 50 or hundred might. Um, so the biggest thing is just like swimming, like, you know, keeping the feel for the water. I think I'm sure, you know, like after you've been out of the pool for a while and you swim again, you're just like, Oh my God, like, it feels like I, I forgot how to swim. This is crazy. Like, um, so yeah, I mean, I think just like staying in contact with the water is definitely the biggest thing. And then I think for me, like specifically, like I'm always trying to improve my deep, like distance per stroke. Like I don't have like a naturally great, like stroke length or anything like that. So for me, I'm just like trying to do anything I can to kind of just like lengthen out my stroke, um, DPS drills, like underwater recovery, kind of just working on that kind of stuff. Um, and so, you know, when I get back into full training or like my mindset was like, when I get back into full training, you know, I won't be like starting from nothing I'll be starting from like a little bit less than nothing. <laughs> yeah. What, what is your DPS usually for a 25 yard freestyle? Uh, like during warm up and stuff like that, I'll try and do 10 strokes a lap, but then when I'm racing, it's probably closer to like 14. Um, and then, I mean, like, so that's like pretty, pretty much set, but like just making sure it's just consistent, you know, like, um, for me, like sometimes I tend to start off with like my rate too high and then I'll, I'll kind of like throw off like a little bit, uh, later in the race. Like if I start off, like maybe like 15 or 16 strokes, just like on the first, like 50, like kind of going too hard, like it's hard to get in a rhythm. So for me, especially with distance events, I feel like I'm just trying to like, make sure that first like hundred, 200 is just like controlled. And I'm like, all I'm doing is setting up my stroke. So when I start kind of like bringing in the legs or like putting more effort into it, it's just like, I don't need to think about that kind of stuff. That's, that's really again really interesting uh it's so let's let's take uh i'll digress a little let's let's take a 1500 long course freestyle for example um you know do you know when you want to bring in your legs do you know how many strokes you want to take per 50 um like you were kind of just saying there uh yeah i mean you have like 
yeah, you, you, you know how many shirts you want to take, you know, kind of like what your race plan is. Um, obviously like <laughs> that kind of changes, like, um, you know, there's like an idea you have. And then obviously depending on how the race goes, you might want to like change that up a little bit. And, you know, I've, I mean, it's always kind of just like, for me, the last 500, I'm like, okay, like here's where I'm going to be like kicking all out. And then some races, you know, you get to like the thousand mark and you're like start, starting to get a little gas and you're like, maybe like 400 left, they'll start kicking all out. Like and then, oh, maybe 300, I could definitely go 300. So, um, but yeah, you definitely have a plan. And like, that's kind of what you train for, you know, like when you're doing kick sets and stuff in the pool, like back and forth, you're thinking to yourself like, okay, like I'm building up my legs so I can have legs the last thousand of the 10 K or the last 500 or the 1500 or whatever it is. That's again, something I don't normally think about if I consider, you know, distance swimming, I'm thinking, oh, they're just cranking out yardage, but I don't think about the kicking aspect of it. Cause for most of the race, there's not a huge kick, but you, you know, when you say it, it totally makes sense, you know, last three, four, 500, last thousand of a 10 K it's like, you need to have those legs. You, you kind of have, have to have some zip. Um, what is, what is a kick set? look like for you or what are you focusing on when when you're doing those kinds of kick sets yeah so typically we'll go two sessions a week where the the main sets kick uh one of them is like call like longer kick so that's like 400s 300s 200s kind of like in big chunks so um main set will probably be like 2000 or 2500 uh kind of broken into that um, and that's usually best average kind of stuff. And then, um, our second kick set of the week is like shorter, faster kick. So maybe more descents. It'll still be between like 1500 and 2000, just depending on the day. And, and that's like a lot of fifties, fast kick, lots of hundreds, fast kick kind of stuff. And, and so again, that second, that second day of kick, you know, kind of working, more shorter stuff, more speed stuff. How important is it for you personally to get at least some kind of speed work in, be it swimming or kicking? Yeah. I mean, I think it's huge. Just like, well, first off, just like kind of switching it up, you know, like you're doing 10 sessions a week, high volume, you know, it's, it's kind of like, it's fun to, to do something different and, and work on some stuff that you're like not great at. And, um, you know, I just like the way people swim the 1500. Now you have to be able to kind of bring it back fast. Um, you know, if you watch like the top guys at worlds and the 1500 and the 10 K and the 800, like any of those events, they have pretty killer last fifties and hundreds and stuff like that. And, and, you know, they're not like throwing down 47, 48 long course hundreds free, but they're like, they're, they're good swimmers. You know, if it's the 50 or the 1500, they're quick. So, um, you know, I think you got to be able to do it all. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's fun to, fun to work on that kind of stuff. Um, so l- let's bring it back a little. So when you were able to kind of get back into normal training after, you know, once, once your pool opened back up, um, you know, like you said, you kind of still had the feel, it was just a matter of putting in the work. Where do you think you're at right now in terms of, of fitness or, or how much work you've put into that? Um, yeah, you know, I definitely think we had a, all things considered, <laughs> a good block of training in the summer. And then the last couple of weeks, uh, getting some long course back, like good, good training the last couple of weeks for sure. Uh, we have us open coming up in 
two weeks. So that would kind of just be like a benchmark to see like how fit we are. But, um, you know, definitely like thinking not, not going like going to be going best times <laughs> in two weeks um, or anything like that. But yeah, feeling, feeling strong for like the start of the season and stuff for sure. When uh, you go into us open and the, the one in Irvine, I'm yeah, guessing. Yeah. And are you, what events are you swimming there? Um, sign up for the two, four, eight and 1500. <laughs> okay, nice. Cool. Uh, and so, so, you know, with obviously, or I'm guessing there's never been a chunk like this where you took four weeks off and then had a long period where you're just kind of doing 2k a day and, and in a backyard pool. Um, and then you finally, you know, and then you're kind of all over and you finally get back into training. Did you notice, uh, things was, was it easier to get back into it than you might've expected? Or have you noticed that things are, are, are going better than expected or, or maybe worse than expected? You know, how did, how did that kind of line up with where you thought you would be? Yeah, I think like, I mean, yeah, I think it's going well. Like my expectations just of how I'd be swimming were pretty low. So <laughs> anything like above that, I was like pretty stoked. And then, I mean, pretty much the whole summer, I was just like, so, so excited to like be able to swim again. Like those first like couple of weeks when I was driving down the mission, I just to be back in like a pool with like lane lines and flags and, <laughs> and everything. It was just like, Oh my gosh, this feels so nice. So like, yeah, I was just like super stoked to be able to swim and yeah, it felt great. So, I mean, I think like at that point I was just like, man, I don't care like how slow I'm going. It's just nice to be able to train again. And so, yeah, I think so far it's going well and um, definitely seeing like some improvement and stuff like that. So yeah, looking forward to, to being able to race soon. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I think, you know, you, you see people in ISL racing already, we've got us open and it's, it's, certainly as a fan, it's been a treat to have racing back. And I'm sure as, as a competitor, that's pretty nice too. Um, have you kept up with the ISL at all? Uh, I'll check in on the results every now and again, or, uh, like if one of my buddies texts me like, Oh, did you see so-and-so swim? Like I'll, I'll go and check on the events. Um, it's like a little weird just cause I don't have a ton of experience racing short course meters. So like, I don't really, like they're like, Oh wow, it's really fast. And like, I'm sure yeah, it looks really fast, but I don't really like appreciate it as much as like, I, sh I guess like it's like what it deserves. So yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's awesome to see people like that whole format's super cool. And yeah, like you said, it's just like a swimming fan. It's cool just to be like, okay, like people are actually racing again. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Do you, do you think they should add the mile in? Would you do 1500 <laughs> skins? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think like, obviously from a selfish perspective like yeah i think it'd be sweet if they had some distance events and stuff because give us distance swimmers an opportunity to race there but like then again like i do understand like the the appeal of you know being able to race skins like 50s and having those kind of events just for like viewership on tv it's, it's a little hard to like sit through 15 minutes of swimming back and forth so you know i hope like one day they're able to incorporate the distance events but at the same time it's like I guess they'll somewhat understandable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, you mentioned viewers sitting through a 1500, um, let's, let's kind of switch it to, to the mental aspect of distance swimming. Um, 
for, for you sitting through a 1500, for you racing through a 1500, I mean, um, how, how much work do you do on the mental side of just kind of getting through a, you know, like you said, a 15 minute race like that? Um, so like mental side, like you mean in terms of like visualization or doing anything like that, or just like, how are you preparing for it in the pool? Um, let's, let, let's, let's go with prep in the pool. Um, <laughs> prep in the pool. How do you mentally get ready for a 1500? Yeah. I think for us, like, it's just all about, you know, putting in the work beforehand. Like my coach always says like training needs to be harder than the race itself. And like, when you step up on the blocks, like, I think, you know, you know, yourself, like I've done, I don't know, maybe thousands, thousands of hundreds at the pace I want to go, or like trying to go the pace I want to go. So at that kind of, at that point, there's like really nothing you can do to change like the result. Like it's, it's kind of set, like how fast you're going to go. And so I think like if you're putting in the work in the pool and like day in and day out, you're like coming into practice and you're getting done what needs to be done. Like the mental side is like, it's easy. Cause you know, you, you know, you've done everything you have to do. And it's just like letting your body do what it's been trained to do and just racing. So I think like in that regard, like, yeah, the training is usually like super tough and you've prepared yourself. So it's just like full steam ahead for the, <laughs> for the race. Yeah. Um, and so then I guess in, in terms of maybe visual visualization or just, um, you know, executing on your plan, you know, t- take like a hundred or a 200, for example, someone who's swimming that, you know, I, I feel like um, if, if you mess up one thing that could have bigger effects on the, you know, a, a turn that could have a bigger effect on your race, obviously, but also it might be easier to carry that out because, or to, you know, to mentally say, okay, I need to do this, this, and this in the race, because it's only one or two minutes versus, um, you know, it, mentally it's, it's certainly a different gear of like, okay, I have to like be steady or, or, or be constant, um, or be, or be more patient you know, again, for 15 minutes. Um, do, so it, it does prep outside of the pool for the mental side, like visualization, like you said, you know, do, do you take any steps to kind of uh, get yourself ready in that aspect? Um, yeah, you know, I just spend like time with the meets coming up, like a couple minutes every day, like kind of visualizing like how, how you want the race to go and like kind of different scenarios about like what might happen during the race. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, what kind of what you're saying, like sprinting and like the hundred and 200 and those kind of events, they're so like, they're so short. So the room for error is so small. And I feel like it's super cool. Like when you're at USA camp watching guys like, like Nathan or something like kind of dissect their race and like, they know like, man, I'm taking like this number of kicks off the wall. Like this is my time between like the wall and the flags, the wall and the 15, the wall, you know, and this flags and like this stroke count is like so dialed and everything they have is like so, so specific. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's super cool to see that. And then kind of for distance swimming, like the way I look at it, it's just like, it's way more low key. It's like, you know, Oh, I missed this turn. Like, man, that sucks. But you know, I'm going to make it up or like, you know, my <laughs> stroke into this wall wasn't super good, but it's just like, it's okay. Like I, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep kind of like pushing through. And so it's kind of like, more of a like i mean it's not like a relaxed attitude but it's kind of just like you know a different mindset where it's just like you kind of have to adapt to what's happening a lot more and i think the the length of the race kind of gives you the opportunity to do that you know it's just like kind of being able to 
you know, man, I didn't have a great first like part of the race. Like, let me rebound. Let me kind of build back into it and just finish strong kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, so like, like you said, you know, if, if someone like Nathan Adrian knows how many kicks he's taken off the wall, how, you know, the time between flags and the wall, how many strokes, you know, all those little, little finite details, are they, are there things that you're looking for? You know, let's say at a, at a training camp, you know, what are you working on? Or is it just, okay, it's a training camp. I need to do 10 K a day. And then that's, that's my prep. <laughs> uh, I think it's kind of taken like a little bit of both in that, you know, like, obviously it's, it's like super inspiring seeing all these people swimming super fast around you. And, and yeah, I mean, like you can definitely learn from, from people like him and, and be like, you know, I'm going to be like really specific on, you know, like, like number of kicks and stroke and that kind of stuff. But at the same time, you know, you need to, yeah, like you said, you need to be getting in the work, work in the pool, like putting in the yards and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, like, like I said, it's kind of, it's like something you look at and you take little bits of other people's training and being like, okay, like, yeah, I should be focused on my stroke count and stuff too, but like, that's just a smaller or a smaller part for us as opposed to just, you know, grinding it out. <laughs> Have, has there ever been a situation where you got to train with someone who you really learned a lot from that you maybe didn't expect it or maybe did expect it, but, um, that stood out to you that, that, uh, you know, at a camp or, or, or anywhere, you know, that, that you got to train with them and, and you took a lot away from that experience. Um, man, I think just like at any camp, like you'll be getting on the bus or whatever after training and you'll be hearing about some like crazy set somebody's did like, or some insane time someone's gone off the block. So like, just from like being a fan of the sport, it's super cool. You know, you're just like, Oh my gosh, like I didn't know someone could go that fast in hundred fly practice or something like that. <laughs> so it's, it's super cool just being on the deck and like seeing like everybody swim all these like world-class swimmers swim. So, so fast. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm trying to think like, there's so many like sets that I've seen people do that are just like mind blowing. Um, obviously like training with Katie at some of the camps or like seeing some of the sets she's done is insane. Like <laughs> I didn't think, yeah, I didn't, I didn't think that was possible. It's just like, you're seeing her go under world record pace for like multiple hundreds. You're like, Oh my gosh, this is wild. Um, I'm trying to think, I mean, there's like a set, trying to think what I was doing 50s it was before Rio maybe and I was doing some 50s fast and Nathan was also doing some 50s fast off the blocks <laughs> and we were like we weren't going at the same time but he was like two lanes over and we we're like the both the last people in the pool and we're like oh yeah look Jordan's doing 50s and Nathan's doing 50s and it's just like yeah but they're not the same <laughs> <laughs> he's about five seconds quicker off each one and it's doing like one for every like eight I'm doing <laughs> I, th I think that averages out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, that's, that's definitely cool. Have you, I mean, have you ever done sets with Katie before? Um, uh, yeah. I mean, at prior in like the Rio camp, we did a couple workouts together and then, um, I went up to Stanford in the beginning of 2018 for this like USA camp for a week when we trained together. Um, I'm trying to think else oh yeah before uh golden goggles uh when was it last time they had golden goggles 2019 uh she came down to la for like a week before she's doing like media stuff and she was training with us for that week and yeah i mean every anytime you're racing her it's just like 
super cool to watch. <laughs> is there, uh, I mean, obviously she's an insane trainer, but is, you know, do you guys talk, is there anything you take away from her? It's like, Oh, okay. Maybe I could incorporate that into what I do or, or just, wow, that's a really cool concept or thing that she does that, that I admire. <laughs> I mean, like pretty much like just, yeah, or anything she does in training, it's like insane. So obviously I'm, I'm trying to do that. Like probably lacking in execution. <laughs> Otherwise it'd be a lot quicker. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, it was her stroke super good. She's like super dialed in on all her pace and stuff like that. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's like anybody that you're racing. That's like at that kind of level. It's, it's just like, you're just, you're racing them. And then after you're racing, you're just like, man, like, I wish I, I could just like watch that hundred again to see like kind of what they're doing. Like what, like what kind of stroke they're like, how they're swimming it, like where they're picking it up, kind of that kind of stuff. And just like how they approach the workout. So, um, yeah, I mean, anytime you get to race somebody like at that level, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so racing, racing people at that level, you know, you've been to an Olympic games or going to a second one for open water. Uh, I'm, I'm, going for in the pool you're you're going to try to qualify for the team in the pool as well i assume you've been to lots of world championships pan pacific games you know you've been there you've done that um what do you learn from going to these international meets and and let's i'll start with just being in rio and competing in the 1500 in the open water um what do you take away from those experiences and racing fields like that um yeah, obviously I think, you know, watching the race again, there's like a lot from the, like, just the f- swimming side that you can take away, just like how they're swimming the race, you know, they're like kind of stroke count, they're pacing, like how, if someone's going under like 1440 in the 1500, like what they need to be out in at the five, what they need to be out in the thousand. And then I think just kind of that environment too. Um, it's, it's super cool to kind of see like how professional swimming is, like how, you know, like I'm trying to think of like a good way to describe it. Like just like how they like seriously take swimming. Like, I don't know if that's a great word for it, but you know, like kind of when you go there, you're like, man, like I'm training every day. Like I think I'm doing a lot. And then you'll just see like how, how important people like prioritize nutrition, like stretching before and after each workout, kind of like all these little things that you really don't pay attention to, or at least I didn't really like, think about they're like trying to do all these things to try and get better and it's it's pretty inspiring and you kind of go back and you're like man i, I want to start doing that now you know like man they're like doing activation exercise before training they're doing stretching after training like they're doing all these kind of warm-ups before dry land before like after dry land they're like getting film every practice they're like watching everything they eat they're like sleeping right they're doing all this kind of stuff to try and make themselves better outside of just going in and working really hard in the pool and that's definitely something like when I was there, I was like, Whoa, like, you know, they're, they're professional athletes kind of thing. You know, they're not just swimming for fun. Um, and so, yeah, it's just something like I try to incorporate after seeing that for sure. Yeah. And, um, do you, do you have a race that stands out to you? Um, that you're like, okay, I really, I really nailed that race. Uh, I, you know, I think, I think I did really well on it and maybe not necessarily even won it, but one race that you're like, okay, I, I hit that pretty much perfectly. Oh man. I mean, 
there might be like one or two races where I think I did that and then I'll get out and I'm like, coach, <laughs> you're like, you know, you need to work on this, like your turn suck kind of thing. Um, <laughs> I think, yeah, I'm trying to think of like one really good one. Probably in 2014 when I broke 15 minutes for the first time, I think previous to that, my best was like 15, 15, uh, like a couple weeks before we swam in season at LA invite. And so for me, like that race, I had like a huge time drop. And I think I swam that one, like almost as well as I could have at the time, like for how fast I was going in training and stuff like that. So I think that was one race where I, I surprised myself and I kind of paced it like how I, how well I thought I could pace it and that kind of stuff. So that one was probably pretty good for me. <laughs> I feel like as a, as a, someone who swims the mile, breaking 15 minutes is a pretty big barrier to, to break through. Um, had that been a goal of yours for quite a while at that point? Uh, at that point, like it kind of wasn't even on my radar. Like maybe my coach was thinking I could do it, but I didn't really think like, Oh, like I have a shot of breaking 15 at this meet. So, um, yeah, I was like really excited when I looked up and I saw that I'd gone under 15 minutes, but for sure. I mean, that's like kind of like a barrier where it's just like, yeah, it's like something people judge you by, like, oh, if they go under 15 minutes or not. Um, and yeah, I think like it's definitely something just, you know, a minute per hundred. It's something like very easy to kind of visualize. And like when you're uh, when you're doing pace and stuff like, hey, like obviously you need to go under a minute every single time if you want to be under 15 minutes kind of thing. So, yeah, it, it was super cool to break 15 minutes for the first time. Yeah. Uh, so the the, the bat, you know you've obviously had success both in pool and open water. Um, in, I, you know, I think it's pretty fascinating that people do both because there seems like a vast difference besides just like swimming a long way. But, um, how do you find that balance of training training wise? Do you think there's a balance of, okay, I'm focusing on pool. I'm focusing on open water. Do you think, you know, they, they kind of complement each other? Um, yeah, I think for me, they, they definitely complement each other just cause like in, in open water training or racing, excuse me. Uh, I feel like I don't have maybe like the, uh, the background kind of endurance that some of those guys have, like those guys that are swimming 25 K as well, but I have like a lot more like speed <laughs> than a lot of them. Like I'll swim a 1500 or 800 or 400 faster than a lot of the field, which is which is cool. Cause I think when I saw the 1500, it's kind of like the opposite. Like I'm not really out super fast and like I'm like 400 and 800 might not be as fast as some of those guys, but I know I have kind of like the endurance to finish strong. Um, so for me, it's fun. Cause it's just like kind of play like a different role in each race. But yeah, I think for just training wise, like there are times where we focus more on water versus like the 1500, um, but those are usually just like kind of blocks of training. So it's just like, man, three weeks we'll do more kind of aerobic work, like longer swimming. And that's like trying to build up a base for open water. And then we'll switch to doing like a lot more pace, like a lot more speed work, like even 400 pace stuff. And then that will, you know, hopefully help out our, our 1500 a lot more. But I think like, you know, you see people like just in the U S like Haley and Ashley, like they're super good at the 800 and 1500 and the 1500 like i think the way you got to kind of look at it it's just like another swimming event like it's just the the next longest one like you go 8 15 10k obviously there's like a 
big gap between the 15 and the 10 K. And there's kind of like a lot of different factors you have to take into account for open water, but it's the same kind of thing. Like, you know, you just, you get at swimming and <laughs> you get at the 15, you get the 10 K. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, that makes sense. And obviously certainly the three of you seem like you have found a good balance with, with that 1500, 10 K, uh, 800. So we've got two and a half minutes left. Um, this is kind of a big question, but if, if you can, if you have, if you have a shorter answer, you know, just, um, what, what, what do you like about distance swimming? You know, what, obviously everyone talks about, oh, I want to be a sprinter or, you know, sprint, sprinting sounds great. Cause it's short. It's fun. What, what do you enjoy about swimming long distance? Yeah, I think I like that. It's, you know, it's challenging, <laughs> you know, it's not, um, something you can just kind of like rock up to the pool and get away with like swimming a one-off kind of thing. Like you have to put in a lot of time and work to be good at it. And, um, I mean, I was never able to do the 50 free. So <laughs> well, yeah, it was like 1500. Let's do it. <laughs> I think that that's, that is a great concise answer. Uh, Jordan, thanks so much for coming on and sitting down and talk with me for a little bit. Um, we'll have to bring you back on in the coming months and check in to see, uh, you know, how, how training's going and how prep for 2021 is going, but I really appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.